Welcome to The Writer's Edge, a podcast exploring writing across the disciplines from the arts to the sciences and everything in between. We're coming to you from Shark Tank number two in the NSU Writing Communication Center on the fourth floor of the Alvin Sherman Library in Davie, Florida. Today, we're showcasing a student podcast by Bianca, graduate student in the Master of Arts program in Composition, Rhetoric, and Digital Media. In a podcast episode titled See What You Hear, she explores the soundscape of the everyday world by talking with two guests, Luciana and Vinny, about how they visualize unknown sounds from the world around them. Enjoy. Notice your thoughts. How did that make you feel? What did you see when you heard those sounds? Now, listen again. Different, right? What did you see this time around? Did you imagine that a series of boings, chimes, and dings would become a melody rooted in Brazilian musical tradition? While I have your mind reeling, allow me to welcome you to today's podcast, in which we'll be exploring the power of sound. Roughly during the past decade, the podcast medium has seen a boom in creation, consumption, and analysis. Why is this? As technologies advance and become increasingly more accessible to consumers, the more we are inclined to share ideas and experiences through new mediums, and the podcast is one of them. Sound and its rhetoric has become a topic of conversation for many in composition studies, seeing sound as a form of composition that more students should engage with. But what makes sound so desirable? Why does this even matter? In an attempt to grapple with this, instead of going through a verbal essay that addresses this discourse, I turned to those who are a part of my Brazilian community. Luciana, or Lu, Sanjings, was raised in Brazil and has been living in the U.S. for several decades now. Vinicius, or Vinny, Sanjings, was raised mainly in the U.S. and has lived in the U.S. since his early childhood. You'll notice Lu and Vinny have the same last names. That is because they are aunt and nephew, but they've had different experiences in the Brazilian culture during their upbringings. When speaking with them over Zoom, I asked them to listen to and synthesize what I consider everyday sounds in a Brazilian household. So coming up, 
you'll hear me explaining to Lou and Vinny the guidelines of this exercise. I encourage you, listener, to follow along with us and see what sound is capable of for you. So I'm going to play you a series of sounds, and I'm going to ask you what these sounds look like to you. You can give me an honest answer, whatever comes to your mind, whichever memories, whatever you visualize when you hear the sound is a really valid answer, okay? Okay. So here's sound number one. What do you see when you hear this sound? Here's Luciana. Somebody's like um, picking beans, like separating beans. It reminds me of my mom. <laughs> That's so cool. It reminds me of my mom. I of think. your mom separating beans? Yeah, she used to do that every, every morning for a family of 12. And it was a big pot of beans every day. That sounds like it. This is what Vinny told me. <laughs> what I see is I actually hear my mom making like beans. Like it sounds like the beans when like, she separates the beans into the pot, pretty much like cleans it. So she pours the beans and this, that sound sound like the beans being poured into the, to the bowl before she starts cleaning. So both Lou and Vinny saw something relating to beans, but the sound was actually that of a rice cooker, opening and closing and full of a fresh batch of rice. What did you see? Let's move on to the next sound we discussed. Here's what Luciana saw. It's the sound of a pressure cooker going shh, 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 shh. Also, when I was little, my mom making lunch because lunch was the biggest meal at home. And um, that reminds me of her in the kitchen and that smell of fresh beans being made. It was amazing. Here's Vinny. I mean, that sounds, again, like I keep getting memories of like my mom cooking like steams the beans so she puts it in the I forgot what it's called but it's like the steamer thing that it's like a metal pot and you the close pressure it cooker? pressure cooker there we go so the um, panela de pressão right panela de pressão yeah for reference panela de pressão means pressure cooker in portuguese once again luciana and vinny go back to homely images of beans and vinny was right it was the sound of a pressure cooker I'm wondering if you're getting hungry. Well, I hope you have an appetite for sound because we have more coming up. Take a listen. Luciana? I feel like it's cutting potatoes it's very familiar to me and it's very recent i it, it feels like i'm in the kitchen preparing meal for my daughter you know 
she used to love the potatoes and meat and, and chicken. And she used to like stews. Now she's pescatarian, so she doesn't eat much stews. <laughs> but I cut onions and, you know, it sounds like something being cut on a board. Yeah. Vinny? That beginning sounded completely... Uh, like when I, I'm picturing like me fixing my bike, like the tires and stuff. So that sounded like kind of like like the air coming out and you're filling up the the tire type type of thing. That's what I that's what I heard. Very different answers this time for the sound of chopping garlic. Let's see what they thought of the next round. Here's Luciana. It's like those. Those like uh, typewriters, oh, typewriters. When I was in high school in the, in the very junior years, I went to this program that they had in school. And um, I, was about, I was about 15 years old. And I learned how to typewrite on the typewriter, which was a very common thing in my ba- back in the days. Not a very long, long time ago, but (laughs) it was fun. It was before the computers hit, you know. Here's Vinny. That one actually reminded me when I was in Brazil. And the first time I was in my grandma's house and they turned and my grandma turned on, turned on her stove because it's it's over there. It's like it's like the fire. So when you turn it on, it goes, that's pretty much what I what I'm hearing. Yeah. Did you see a typewriter or a gas stove? How about a lamp switch? That sound was a lamp switch. So here's the next sound. Here's what Luciana told me. I'm sitting in the window like that and I'm looking outside and it's raining and there's cars in the street and there was like a a beetle an old beetle you know fushka sleeping that's that's what came to my mind do you remember seeing that kind of car ever oh yeah oh yeah in brazil was very common here too i saw the other day this is what Vinny told me i mean i could i kind of see myself lifting the hood and stuff and fixing something Probably opening my car to put, like, water in the little water tank. So, evidently, we've moved away from kitchen-like images to images of cars. And yes, that sound was me locking a car. But let's see what they think of the next round. Luciana? What it came up to my mind is two things. <laughs> One, me crossing the street when I was little in front of my school. And how do you say? Oh, it's called summer. Carnival. <laughs> Before the, um, the drums start <laughs> playing, there's always a director that does that with the whistle. But the, the first thing it brought me more visual, visual you know? Me crossing the street and the guard and the transit, the, the traffic guard just um, uh, across the street. And he always beep with his whistles. That's, that's cool. It was about when I was about 
10, 12 years old. I remember that. Vinny? Like a parrot or a parakeet or something? Yeah, I mean, that sounds kind of random, but yeah, what I heard was like a parakeet because it reminded me of uh, going, going once again to Brazil and uh, going to my mom's friend's house and she has like a whole bunch of like parrots at her house. This time around, they were both reminded of things with high-pitched noises, but Luciana did nail it right on the head. It was the sound of an apitu, or a tritone whistle most commonly used in samba, especially during Carnaval, right before the director leads the samba school and parade float down the runway. Well, it is now raining where I am. Uh, but I really, really thank you so much, Boo and Vinny, for hopping on with me and talking about sound. I really appreciate you. Oh, you're welcome. It was my pleasure and it was fun. It's really cool to see how sound brings us back to a certain time or it can be called, it can be even like a, a time machine. <laughs> no problem. I'm always here to help. And I really appreciated um, joining this interesting uh, project. Kind of use your imagination there. And since I like to draw and stuff myself, I mean, it was right up my alley. So thank you for letting me join up with you. <laughs> so that brings us to the end of today's episode. Luciana and Vinny's perceptions of sound although very different at times, are indicative, I believe, of a universal experience. A purposeful exploration of sound can reveal memories and images that would not otherwise be painted. So what does sound mean to you? Is it a time machine? Or maybe something subconscious, something that just happens? I hope this encourages you to be purposeful in your hearing. I am your host, Bianca Oliveira. Thank you so much for tuning in. Until next time. We thank you all for tuning in to this episode of The Writer's Edge, and we hope you tune in next time. You can submit your own podcast to be featured on ours, and you can even submit your own stories about the Writing Center or any questions that you may have. If you'd like more information about the Writing Center itself, visit our website at nova.edu forward slash WCC. You can also reach out to us at WCC at nova.edu or 954-262-4644. Thank you again for tuning into the Writer's Edge, and we'll be back on your airwaves real soon.